0: Have you ever been mad as fire? (laughs) Or back in my day, they would say, I was so mad I could spit. Or how about this? Have you ever been so mad that you could cuss? (laughs) Well, I understand that kind of anger. And anger comes, but it doesn't have to get us. And so that's what we're talking about in this episode anger, because the word of God has an answer for us, no matter how angry we may get. Join me today. To the grown woman, pray. To the woman looking for answers, pray. To the woman who's busy and just needs a change, pray. Pray, woman, stop comparing yourself. Pray, stop grumbling, pray, stop giving excuses, stop counting yourself out, pray, stop discounting God. It's time to pray. Welcome to the Woman Pray Podcast. Welcome back to the Woman Pray podcast, where we're talking to real women about real issues because we have real issues. And yet, we are Christians who are called to pray. And so when you think about the real issue today, we're talking about anger. It is a real emotion. And if we're not careful, we will apologize for that real emotion rather than use that emotion based upon how God gave it to us. And so let's be real. Now, if we're not careful, ladies, we'll let the emotion of anger drive us and push us to do things and to say things that are just not helpful. In fact, it moves us and drives us and then we find ourselves in trouble. I mean, how many times have you been angry and before you knew it, you said something that you wish you could pull back in? Or maybe you're a seasoned woman and you've watched something on a social media where a younger person was angry and they posted something that really did not belong in the public spectrum. I mean, it just didn't belong there. I know I have, and I've texted some of the young ladies and said, baby, take that off of the off of your feed. It doesn't belong there. I know he made you mad or she said something that made you mad or something at work made you mad, but that's not the place for it because we're called as Christians to be prudent. We're called to show discretion. We're called to pray. And so when you think about anger, it is a real emotion. We don't have to apologize for it, but if we're not careful, anger will control us rather than us controlling anger. And the reality is God calls us to have self-control. It's one of the fruit of the spirit. And if we look in the Old Testament, one of my favorite storylines is two brothers, Cain and Abel. Well, Cain gets angry because God doesn't think his offering is special. Now, of course, I'm paraphrasing. And God comes to Cain and he says, sin is at your door because he was angry. But God tells him, I expect you to rule over it, rule over it. In other words, you may be angry, but I've given you everything that you need to rule it rather than allowing it to rule or control you. And so we want people to change when we get angry. We want people to to switch what they're doing so that we're no longer angry, but we never consider that it is God who wants us to change. And so that's what we're thinking about when considering anger. When it comes into our lives, we're no longer looking to someone else to do something differently or to change they're doing towards us that's our opportunity to determine how we are going to change for God. And so one of the scriptures that God brought to my attention, uh, this was many years ago, I was so angry. I don't recall what, but I was so angry. And I found Psalm chapter, uh, Psalm chapter four, Psalm four. And there in Psalm four, I have to read it for us because I think it's helpful whenever thinking about being angry, because if you're not careful, ladies, you'll let your emotions run you when it shouldn't. And so there in Psalm four, it it says in chapter 4, verse 4, be angry and do not sin. It says meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in in the Lord. And so when I think about this passage, I think it's very self-self-explanatory. Uh, but the reality is when we're angry, we have something to do. And it's not tell everybody off and, and just expose every every emotion and you know, throw chairs over, over. It, that's not the response. We're not looking at television characters to disciple us, to tell us how we're supposed to act. And I am saying what I've seen where people on TV are showing you an example of what you could do if you get angry. That's not your example as a Christian. The Bible says that we are to meditate within our heart on our bed and be still. What are we meditating on? Well, we're certainly not meditating on the offense because if you meditate on the offense, you'll just become more and more angry. Why didn't he take out the trash? He knew the trash wasn't supposed to be there, I don't know why he just did that on purpose. And before you know it, before you know it, you have built up this whole storyline that may not be true at all. And so, when you think about meditating on your, uh, within your heart, on your bed, the best thing to meditate on is what God says about anger. So you're meditating in your heart about what God says concerning your life, and you're being still. And so, when you're angry. Don't make hasty decisions. That's not the time to send that quick email that says, I quit. Or that email that says, I don't want to do this anymore. That's the time. To be still, to stop, and consider all of your options, because uh, hasty decisions—they're not your best, op- um, your best option. In fact, James chapter one says to be s- uh, swift to hear, and slow to speak. Even more, be slow. wrath, for the wrath of man doesn't, it doesn't produce the righteousness of God. And so rather than being quick on the draw when we're angry, because that's usually how we are, it's an opportunity for us to slow everything down in that moment. So some people may count to 10. I encourage you, you don't need to count. You just need to go into your private space and get before the Lord. And this is where you talk to him about how angry you are and and as you're talking to him about how angry you are, you are not making any irrational or, or no decision should be made when you're angry. It's at that point where you go to God. And as he said, you meditate within your heart on your bed. So maybe it's nighttime and that's when you're processing, how are you going to look more like Jesus and less like your old man? So your old man may have done all kinds of things that just were not, nice. But your new man, who you are in Christ says, I'm supposed to meditate and consider what would it look like for me to continue in love. And so I think about God and God himself became angry. The scripture tells us in the Old Testament how he became angry. He became angry because uh, his people, they seemed to forget, no matter how good he was to them, he, they always forgot. And he says that their heart went astray. And so, I mean, that was the reality. But I think about Jesus as well. And Jesus shows his anger because the people did not, uh, they did not respect the house of God or, the, or the, the synagogue. And so he's like, he's saying that they cheapened what should have been respected. And so when I look at those two examples, well, that's the anger that we all should try to emulate where we don't like what's happened, but we're not acting emotionally. Nor are we allowing our emotions to dictate our response, but we're considering what is righteous, what is true, what is just, what is fair, and we are responding even when it's a sacrifice. In other words, we're offering the sacrifice of righteousness. And so when I think about the sacrifice of righteousness and I have to rule over my flesh, well, the best example is Jesus himself. Because when we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And so Ephesians says imitate him who demonstrated love. And so he says, walk in love as Christ did and gave himself as an offering and a sacrifice. And so when you're angry, whether you're angry with your husband or you're angry with a parent or you're angry with your children or angry with a boss, that's not the occasion to begin to act out of your flesh. As a Christian, your responsibility is to act out of his word, to walk in self-control and to not let anger have, get the best of you, that you're not going to let sin rule and reign in you, but you're going to rule over it instead. And you can. God wouldn't ask us to do something if it were impossible. And so... I don't know what's happened. I don't know the offense. I don't know where you are when you think about certain people and what they've done that you think they could have done better or should have done better. But I do know that we have a father who has given us direction in his word. And if we will do his word, we can reap the benefits of having a life of peace, a life of joy, a life of rest, even when others are acting up or acting out or not doing what they know to do. And so I want to pray for you because I understand what it means to be angry. I understand it completely. And yet I too have had to submit myself to his word. And every time I do, it's not a good feeling. I promise you, it doesn't feel good because my flesh wants to have a response. My flesh wants everyone to know that I'm angry and why I'm angry, but it doesn't help. But when I submit to his word and I yield my flesh to his will, then he begins to give me this peace that's supernatural. He begins to lead me in the way that I should go. And it is a sacrifice, but in the end, it keeps order all around me. And that's what we want, ladies. We want order. Don't let anger rule over you. You should rule over it. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your word because the entrance of your word brings light. It's revelation to us. And so we pray now that when anger comes, that you will show us how to rule over it, that we will remember your word and that we will pull aside so that no longer would our emotions dictate and drive us, but we would follow you as the good shepherd who leads us in the way that we should go near green pasture and still waters, where we will meditate in our hearts on our bed and we will be still to hear your voice, to know what you are saying to us in every situation, even when our flesh resists. We trust you, Lord God, that when we submit to you and we resist the devil, it it is written that the devil will flee. And so we trust now that you will minister to every heart so that we are demonstrating and walking in the fruit of self-control where we are able to offer the sacrifice of righteousness where it's no longer we who live but it's Christ who lives in us and the life that we live in this flesh we live by faith in your son. We thank you Lord that it's possible and so we humble ourselves before you even now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you. I trust that this word has helped and that it gives you some direction on how you should respond when anger comes knocking on your door. Don't let it in, no matter how you feel. In Jesus name. Amen.